Welcome to Turn to Page, a Choose Your Own Adventure Book podcast where Rob and Rob alone chooses where this story goes. This is this is Jesse and um uh, Rob's over there. Hey, hey Rob. Hi, I'm in control. Yeah, he's in control. Yeah. Really the only time he's ever in control, he's really relishing this. It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> but um as you as you probably heard in the last part, by the way, f- listen to the last part. Um, it, yeah, you know, don't start here. Go start with part one. Yeah, like I mean, come on. I don't understand. I don't understand why people like just like jump into like part two or something like that. You know what? Um, actually, just just listen to this. I don't care. Just listen. You, you can know, listen to whatever you want, however you want. You, Leave it playing in the room. Just download it on any on the library computers. Just do what you can. Thank you. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna do some reverse psychology. Hey, yeah. Oh, why don't you listen to this and everything backwards so you don't understand anything that's going on, and then you listen to it forward and then get all the context. Wow, wow, yeah. Jesse, you really cracked the code of podcasting there. <laughs> you gotta get them. You gotta get them twice. <laughs> Look out, cereal! <laughs> this is a new way to experience podcasts. Oh, speaking of cereal, uh. I only listened to the first episode and the last episode of Serial. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, this was, man, this is real tidy. Two what episodes. a journey. What a journey. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I only, I actually only listened to the first one and I, then I read about it. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently, apparently got a bunch of stuff wrong too. Um, well, but- there's a lot of, yeah. I saw part of the other, the, the TV one, too. The TV one. <laughs> Sound 100 years old. Thing on the TV! It's, it, it, you know. Um, and yeah, everyone seems to have different opinions. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe just, like, I don't know. Don't kill people and don't, like, incarcerate brown people for no reason. Just because they're brown. Um, that's my opinion. I know it's very shocking and, like, yeah, brave I'm, I'm, to yeah. say. Yes, my silence is because of my fierce disagreement, Jesse. Yeah, you're 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 really you disagree with me so hard you can't say anything. Yeah, yeah, it's not because <laughs> I dropped my pen. I swear. <laughs> well, um, so to just cover the choice that we just did, um, you chose to go into the haunted house on Chimney Hill, which is supposed to just like have a single cat in it. Um, yes, and you know we met the maid. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met the maid and everything, and uh, and you know that that led to endings. Like that was never going to lead anywhere. But this time, you instead of uh instead of being you know you're drugged and you do the smart thing and you just take a nap. You know you sleep on it. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, uh, I'm drugged by brownie, and I just sleep all night. That sounds like a normal pot brownie evening to me. Yeah, like no, that's every time I have uh, have pot brownies. That's pretty much what I do. I yeah, I go to sleep for then uh, mm-hmm. wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, but instead of uh, instead of finding the maid again, um, the caretaker is just like, yo, if you want to leave, like stare this cat down. Well, you wow, know, Jesse, you really you really <laughs> captured the spirit of the book in your recaps. <laughs> well, that's all that happened. <laughs> Yo, stare this cat down. Oh, got it. No, we, yes, we met the caretaker. He says we're now possessed. That's kind of important. Yeah, possessed and... by reefer madness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just want to dance and listen to beatniks. 
Um, I heard I, that's a drug that make white women want to sleep with black men. That's, that's how it works. Yep. Uh, marijuana, the devil's cigarette. Um, no, so I'm possessed, and the caretaker told me the only way to get rid of it is to stare at a cat. So the option was, go stare at this cat, or try to get past him, and I'm going to stare at that cat. You know what? I... You know, if I had the option to stare at a cat or, like, have confrontation, I would stare at the cat, too. Stare at a cat. My theme song for staring at a cat. Stare at a cat! <laughs> it's, it's, it's real versatile. Like, you could use it in so many situations. Yeah, you could, you, you know, it's, uh, stare at a cat! You could do kind of a Hall and Oates version. You could do kind of a stare at a cat! Yeah, if it's like, if it's like a one filled with, like, doom. Uh, okay, so, well, I, this is a question I ask a lot. Do you have any idea where the cat is? You ask. <laughs> the cat lives in the north wing of the house. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's got a wing, wow. Yeah. He replies, go to the kitchen and follow the passageway on your right. Follow Passageway, it all- the hallway, okay. That's technically a term you can use. Yeah, oh. yeah, I guess if you're in an old creepy mansion, it just sounds off. Follow it all away, and you'll come to a room. That's where it's likely to be. You follow Jervis's instructions, but as you're walking down the passageway, you step on a board that gives way. You reach out for support, Oh! but you feel yourself falling. Oh! A second later, you're, uh, you land with a thud on a hard, bumpy surface. Cut mm. and bruised, you find yourself covered with soot. You fall into a coal bin. In the distance, you hear Jervis laughing. <laughs> That's him laughing. By the yeah, way. thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> See? Glad, glad we got that extra bit, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, turn to page one. Turn to page one. One six. One oh six. I wasn't saying 16, by the way. 1-6 would be 16, Jesse. <laughs> Not already, even 16. We already turned to page 16, so, uh, yeah. Oh, it's uh, it's not even 106. It's, one, it's 105. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I need to learn how to do uh, numbers again, apparently. Yeah, yeah, numbers. This is, this is a, there are a lot of numbers in this podcast, Jesse. <laughs> At least one through, like, about 180, something like that. Maybe yeah. 200. You wait anxiously, trying to think of some way to get out. Hmm, maybe take a nap. You know what? Work before, <laughs> take a nap. <laughs> Every once in a while, you call for help. Finally, you hear a answering voice that sounds almost next to you. And yet, far away at the same time. You grope right around and feel for a metal, uh, a metal surface. We're groping. Yep. Suddenly, you realize you're holding on to the end of a coal chute. Help! You yell up the chute. In a moment, a voice answers. It's Michael. Take hold of the chute and work your way in. You find that you can climb it, and at the top, a thin wooden door. You push it open and climb into the back entryway of the house. I'm glad you're not a ghost, Michael says when he sees you. <laughs> it's like, I'm so <laughs> waiting on the edge of my seat, Jesse. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking, like, it it sounds like it's supposed to be a joke, but like it's just like I wish well, someone earnestly said that. <laughs> I think he did. I think he's like, Woof, glad I really dodged a bullet there. Glad you're not a ghost. 
Well, maybe maybe I just think it's funnier than I thought it was. Oh, but, no, it's funny. But uh, um, I'm glad, too, you reply. Just the same. I don't return on... Re- I don't plan on returning to Chimney Rock ever. The end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Screw the weirdos who live there. Um, huh. Okay. Yeah. Another happy ending. I'm kind of shocked. We have not had a a downer ending yet jesse yeah you're choosing the path that they didn't want you to go down (laughs) i know we haven't we haven't died or been driven insane or been turned into a cat ourselves or anything yet okay well what was our last choice well the last choice was to not stare at the cat let me look at it (laughs) oh yes our last choice was to wrestle past uh gritsby i forget his name the caretaker Grizzleby, Gratsky, Gratsky, Gratsky. So you decide. Uh, so if you decide to try to get past Jervis and escape, turn Jervis, Jervis. <laughs> I was just gonna let you do it. <laughs> you got tired. <laughs> felt like I could have circled around and gone to it. I thought Jarvis, and I was like, that's not right. But yeah. So uh, yeah, we're gonna turn to page. Get get it. Get it. that's the name of this podcast. That's why I called it that. Um. <laughs> Wow, Jesse, you are truly a genius. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna go to page uh, fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. This you seems duck. like a bad idea. This must end a disaster. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. Hmm. Um, you duck and try to get past Jervis, but he pushes you back inside and slams the door shut in your face. You hear a click as he locks you in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why do you think that would work? Don't try to get through a window, he calls. I'll let the dogs loose on you. Mm, okay. Mm. You'll get mm. in plenty of trouble for this, you cry impotently. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who my father is? I'm doing it for your own good, he shouts back. You wonder. Hmm. What to do next? As you look. Wait. As if you better wait a while before trying to get out. In the meantime, you might as well explore further by going back up the stairs. Guess what? It loops! Yeah. Oh, we're looping. We're looping. So really, we... Okay. Interesting. We did not have... We have not had a loop yet. Well, we we did have a loop, but... Oh, in the... We uh, had multiple loops. In the ant one, right? No, no. In the one you read. What? In the one you read. We had, I thought we only had like one loop. Okay. No, we All had right. no, we had the two loops. That's what we ended it. No, but an exact loop. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Man. No, you're right. You're right. That was the ending. You're right. But that was only one. That's only one loop technically. Oh, it loops. It's two twice. loops, but but it's the same loop. <laughs> no, it was two different pages. Loop was looping. Okay. No, yeah, whatever. But, but that means that's one additional one. So that's one loop. <sighs> You're you're exhausting. <laughs> I swear, Jesse, we got to flowchart this. But it's it's you, you, the normal. You've got one, and then the other one's a loop. That's a one loop situation. Loops in. <laughs> All right. So okay. Okay. So we we are we're going through the coal chute no matter what, and we're getting out through the coal chute, right? Well, we get to the coal chute. So whatever. That's whatever. I mean, if you try to wrestle, of course he's bigger than you, and you're a dumb child, and he pushes you in. Yeah, no um, delay. Okay. And, and so you go up the stairs instead. So do the thing that you didn't want to do in the first place. Yeah. 
Yeah, let's go but, stare at a cat while we explore. Yeah, uh, you know what? I, I would gladly stare at a cat while exploring. In fact, there's going to be a PS5 game that's specifically with a cat that's a detective, and it's in a world of robots. And guess what? Oh, it, yeah. Guess what's my jam? Robots yeah. and cats. Yeah, you're pretty much guaranteed to have to spend below 600 bucks on that, yeah. I mean, also Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is coming out as well, and a bunch of other games I want to play. But yeah. that, that being cat said, one, though. I will specific, cool. like that would have been like if if I had a choice between getting a new Xbox and a PlayStation, someone gave me that told me about that game, I'd get a PlayStation. <laughs> I'm I'm not joking. Like I want it that badly. It's, like yeah. Also, it's, it's an orange cat. It's an orange cat. It looks a lot. No, it's like it's extra. made for you. Yeah. I know it's great. I love orange cats. Okay. I I hope its name is like Jeremy or something like that. You should it's, be able to customize the cat. That would be cool if they did that. I mean, there's there's probably going to be some customization. Yeah, if you could have, like, you know, RPG-level customization, that'd be rad. I just want more games where I play as cat. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> you start up the stairs, trying to make as little noise as possible. The railing is falling off, and the dust and cobwebs get thicker each step of the way until you reach the landing, which is dimly lit by pale yellow light coming through a circular stained glass window. Oh, okay, I didn't see glass there at first i was just like stained window like what either okay. one would work in an yeah. old house so either sure one would. steps continue up in two directions from the landing but on the same level is a hallway leading to a door that is slightly ajar i mean how can it be a door in a jar <laughs> <laughs> you're so right uh, uh, I guess have to be slightly ajar. Okay, uh, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> you're either a jar or you're not a jar. I I jest. Where do I get my jelly from? Oh, uh, don't get me started. You walk up to it and slightly, well, sorry, you walk up to it, gently push it open. Before you was a dingy room filled with furniture and trunks, an old-fashioned radio, a grandfather clock. A rocking horse, some coils of rope, a pile of books, and on the dusty floor, a dead mouse. In the back of the room is a large closet. <laughs> wow. Please describe the room more, please. Yeah, like, that's a lot of items. There are 13 <laughs> uh, motes of dust on the bottom left pane of glass. Also, this picture shows a lot more interesting things. If you open the closet door, turn to page 14. If you go back to the landing, turn, turn to page 15. I'm here to explore, so let's open the closet door. Okay. Well, we will head over I've got to die at some point. Come on. We're going to mosey over to page 14, and uh, again, this book is just chock full of choices. Ooh. So many choices. But there's also like 36 endings, so it has a lot of choices. You make your way to the furniture scattered about the room. And open the door to the closet. It smells like mothballs and filled with clothes. Some very old, some quite new. You notice a policeman's uniform and a large key with three keys. A large key ring with three keys hanging from a nail. You're suddenly startled by a noise. It could only be a mouse scurrying across the room. You walk back towards the door. The mouse comes running at you. You step back, ready to kick it away. But suddenly it rolls over to its side, dead. Hmm. What? Uh, hmm? 
This whole thing is kind of weird. It's almost like this is like a haunted mansion or something. Yeah, but it's like I'm playing a weird game of, well, I guess, cat and mouse with a mouse. Yeah, yeah with okay. a mouse. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you rush out of the room towards the stairs. When you collect your wits, you remember the keys and wonder if they might come handy. I'm just saying you did not need this page at all. No, you did not. If you go back for the keys, turn to page 24. If yeah, you, continue- you just could have made it a, do you take the keys or not take the keys? You could have made it that. Yeah. <sighs> we're, well, if- we're going to take the keys. Yeah, well, okay. Read cool. no more, my friend. Well let, well, let me read the other one for uh, so I know which one is which. Okay. If you continue down the stairs to the kitchen, turn to page 25. Weren't you just in the kitchen? Well, it was, it was off of a room, but I. it's one of those houses where there's back stairs, too. Well, you know. Yeah. Loops around. It's a big house. Yeah, loops, you know. Just loops. Some say would have one loop, some say two. <laughs> some isn't like really salty about a premise that was it's clearly two loops and not one. It's one loop, Jesse. It's one loop around. The <laughs> the one is a straight, straight line. It's the other one that loops in. You know, some would say that if you make a choice towards the end of a path that it goes back to the beginning, that would be a loop. I don't know. Some would say that. Um, yeah, that's one loop, yes. And if, and if, that's one loop. Cautiously, you retrace your steps <laughs> to the storeroom closet and take the key ring. Returning to the landing at the top of one of the two flights of stairs leading upwards, you can make out a silhouette of a large black cat, its green eyes shining in the gloom of the hall. Its back arched teeth bare. The, cast, the cat hisses at you as you, the cat hisses softly as you approach. If you call to the cat to show that you are friendly, turn to page 44. Hmm. If you retreat down the stairs to the kitchen, turn to page 56. I really want you to go to that kitchen. I really, really want me to go to that kitchen, but I gotta, it's, I gotta, I gotta interact with the kitty cat. Come on. You know okay. me. I'm a softie. I love cats. I'm going to say uh, you're a monster if you don't see a cat and you go, go pss, pss, at it. Like, you know. Yeah, my, yeah. my cats don't come to that. My dog does, which is <laughs> weird, but yeah, my cats don't. I'm just saying, like, you know, if you have, a, if, I mean, like, you know, you see a cat anywhere, like, you're, you got to try to get it to, like, oh, come yeah. to Oh, yeah, I always so, try, always. Yeah, no, because, yeah. like, you know, you, you know, some of the best, some of the best uh, uh, nuzzles you get are from random street cats that you, like, it's just like, wow, this cool-ass cat just nuzzled up against me. I don't touch street cats, Jesse. <laughs> I touch street cats. I will, every cat is a good cat. Oof. I will touch oof, a street cat. Oof. I will touch a street cat. Ah. I'll I'll you know and if and if I wasn't if if I didn't actively have if I didn't actively have a part of my brain saying like hey d- don't don't take all the cats that you see. <laughs> you would um, you would take all I would the take cats. all of the cats. Yeah. Alright, I can see it. Alright, I am going to I'm gonna show this kitty how friendly I am so he can rip my neck out. Well, this kitty is going to be so impressed with how good you are at pss, pss, at, ah. and it's going to be like uh, hey um, so I've, I, I read today on the internet that you're either a pss, pss, pss person or a person well the thing is is I was actually not a pss, pss person I was just yeah. a pss, pss person oh 
Oh, yeah. third option emerges, huh? Now I'm a p- p- person, yeah. Okay. No, no, I I normally do f- f- or uh, or I, I do the. <laughs> I had a cat named because f- it's the only thing you come to. That's pretty good. I like that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it. I think it might be for something from uh, from Arizona because that's where a lot. The, half my family lives in Arizona. The other half lives in like, in in Bargetown, Kentucky. What? So, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Really, yeah, yeah, no, no, it's a really weird like split, <laughs> but Bar Barge Town, Bar Barge Town, as in Bar- like, the bar. Barge Town, yes, as the in the Bard, yes, yes, yeah. Uh, it actually has it actually has a uh, seminary there that's like has actually world renowned like uh, yeah. fudge. Yep, it's also the the home of the old Kentucky home, even Foster's place. I don't know what that. I don't. Oh, the the mansion. Yeah. Okay, and also they hold a play like well, probably not this year, <laughs> but they probably they hold a play not all the time. Okay, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so okay, you call up to the cat, but it remains immobile. Its eyes fixed upon you. You stare back. It returns your gaze without blinking. Then it arches it back, hisses, and runs off. You follow it down a narrow corridor, but you lose sight of it. As it darts around the corner, you soon come to a massive oak door. You try the key on your keyring. One of them works. You pull open the door and shine your flashlight inside. There are steps leading down. Drawn by curiosity, you cautiously descend the stairs. When you reach the bottom, you find yourself in an underground tunnel. Its floor paved with cobblestone. The wall and ceilings are supported by wooden beams. Hey, it's a cave, Jesse. I know, I love caves. It's at least a mine or a tunnel. Yeah. The air is damp and cold. You follow the tunnel for about a hundred feet before it opens up in a wide open space filled with casks and racks of bottles. This must be the special cave where Mr. Bixby left his wines. Also, the place of your demise where you die of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you have deeds, so you're gonna be, yep, locked up. The far end of the cave is a chest with three drawers. The top one is locked. You try another one of your keys. It works! You open up the drawer and take out some of the yellow crumbling papers you find in there. Among them is a letter written by Shaky Hand Retreats, to whom it may concern. I, Horace A. Bagley, am a prisoner in my own house, held by the ghost of my wife, Melissa Bagley, who died one month ago today, now has a power to transform people into... Before you can finish the note, you feel a presence. You twirl around your flashlight but it goes out. In the final flickering light, you see a figure. Even now, in the dark, you can feel its eyes fixed upon you. You reach for the rack of wine bottles and pull one out. It may be no, of no use to a ghost, but it's your only choice. If you swing your bottle at the figure, turn to page 84. If you ask, who is it? Turn to page 89. Oh, jeez. I'm going to go to page 89. I'm not going to take the action one this time. I feel like, uh, you're like this is uh, it's a fake out. Like it's gonna be my cousin or something. Or you're gonna beat an old lady to death. Yeah, exactly, or something. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask who it is. Yeah. Well, it's me, Michael. The voice replies. Ah. You're both relieved that the other is not a ghost. <laughs> wow, you're not a ghost. <laughs> hey, you're not a ghost. This book is just excited about people not being ghosts. Good for them. You're both relieved that each other's not a ghost. Your flashlight flickers off and on. My flashlight is getting weaker. 
It wasn't very bright to begin with. Say, let's get out of here. You shake your flashlight and flickers on. As you lead the way through the passageway, you hear a roaring sound. The tunnel is caving in behind you. You and Michael are soon covered in dust. Coughing and grasp, coughing and gasping, you make your way back into the house and finally into fresh air. Once outside, you almost stumble on Jane, who is lying near the door, clutching her ankles and grimacing with pain. I fell trying to climb down the vine, she says. I twisted my ankle. Wait, what What vine? It doesn't say. It's just a vine. <laughs> okay. Only when you notice the policeman has arrived. What sorry sight you three are, she says. You don't know, you don't know it, but you're lucky enough to get out alive. Now get out of here. Never come back to Chimney Rock. Or I'll, or I'll tear gas you and shoot you. Uh-huh. The end. Trent, trenchant. Trenchant. Well, I mean, that that's, was... That's it? That's it? Yeah. yeah, that's it. Wow. Again, this book's letting us off easy. You want to do the other one that's also an ending? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, let's, yeah, the other one was uh, running. No. No, where you try to hit someone. Just to say, just swing the bottle and see whose head I hit. Yeah. You yeah. lunge forward and swing the wine bottle, striking something. The bottle breaks and the wine splatters all over you. A voice cries out, It's Mitchell. <laughs> it's what? It's, sorry, it's Michael, not Mitchell. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Michael, he screams. It's me, you cry. It, I'm so it sorry. Was. I thought you were going to get me. <laughs> Man, I'm so glad you're a ghost. I'm so glad you're not a ghost. Oh, wait, you're dead. You're a ghost. Oh, whoops. Uh, your light shines on Michael's head. Fortunately, he seems not to be injured. Oh, Jesus. I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to just uh, call BS on that. Um, yeah. Mostly because um, I don't know if you've ever been hit with an actual glass bottle. That's especially <laughs> one that's supposed to last for, I don't know, potentially hundreds of years. Yeah, yeah. Not a wine bottle in particular, no. And that's, that's yeah, you're going to be down for the count for a minute at least. Yeah. And depending on how big the big of the wine bottle is, like it's gonna have a, bit, a little bit of heft to it too. Oh, you could I mean it'll contuse you, you'll be bleeding me, it'll cut you, you know, if it sh- when it shatters. Like, yeah, you're you're going down. That is not not something you're just like, whoopsie. Alright. So he's okay. Yeah, usually he's okay. Follow me closely. We'll get out of here. Suddenly you hear a roaring noise. Clouds of dust rises up about you. Loose dirt scatters down around you. You shine your light towards the tunnel. It's blocked off. Oh, There's no. a light coming through from above. Suddenly, the roof of the tunnel is caving in. You're being buried alive. Don't <sighs> worry, a voice calls down. I'm a policeman. I raided for help. They will escalate the, uh, the issue to the point where you might get shot. Oh, my God. <laughs> you will, you'll get out of here soon. In handcuffs. Up. <laughs> And even after you hear his word, you're gasping your last breath. Another victim is a curse of Chimney Rock. (sighs) Finally, some action. Finally. It's crazy. We had like six endings before we we got a a bad one. Yeah. You know, it turns out you had to basically kill your cousin, who, by the way, was a ghost because you did kill him. Oh, yeah. And he's dead, too. So interesting. You not only did are you responsible for hitting him on the head. But you also got him buried alive. I do, I do appreciate that this book had the cave-in in both of those threads. That's good. Yeah. That's parallel. 
Yeah, I um I'm a big fan of uh the Miss Miss Bagley, whatever her name is. <laughs> You're a big fan of Miss Bagley. Miss Bigley. Miss yeah, Bigley apparently the has the power apparently has the power to turn people into dramatic tension. it's not a bad power actually we we don't know what we don't know what she can turn you into i'm pretty sure we know what she can turn you into jesse there'd be more cats if it was cats it's true maybe she just wasn't very good at it maybe she was good at it like once yeah she nailed it with her husband and that was it yeah so so um, I'm gonna just also spoil this for you. If we go back to the previous choice, where we just go down to the kitchen, yeah, it's, a, it's the same same thing. Oh, um, huh. um, it's a, it's a, not the same thing, but the it's an ending as well. Yeah, let's just get this ending out of the way, and then we can uh, go to the kitchen. The first time they wanted to just go to the kitchen. Okay, you start down the stairs. By the way, this is when you you don't scat. Right, right. Cat. You go down to the kitchen. You start down the stairs towards the kitchen, keeping an eye in the direction of the cat. You start to walk along a passageway leading off from it. You're wondering whether to continue on when you heard a muffled voice calling, Melissa, where are you? Melissa, where are you? Could this be Mrs. Bagley? You cautiously walk along the passageway and you hear the words again. It's time for me to come to you, Melissa. You round the corner and encounter a slim, tall, elderly woman dressed in black. Her face is wrinkled, but her green eyes are sharp. Her nose seems darker than the rest of her face. Her head slopes back, and her reddish-white hair is swept back in a bun. She stares at you with hatred in her eyes, and you stare back, determined not to turn your eyes away. Suddenly, she shrieks and runs down the stairs. You follow her down the stairs, and stumbling through the kitchen and out into the yard. You sit down at the base of the large tree, trying to sort out your thoughts. A few minutes later, Jane and Michael join you. They tell you that they searched the house, but could not find this bigly. Next morning, you visit with Jane, and Michael is at, the, at an end. You have an hour or so before your bus leaves. You walk up the road to Chimney Rock, staring at it for a long time. Then you see the burly, fat-faced caretaker. Okay, cool. Like, why, why are you shaming him? He's approaching you with his big dog with uh, with him straining at leash he approaches as he approaches you get ready to run but he calls out don't be afraid i'm your friend you have freed me from the witch's curse what do you mean where's miss bigley you ask she died yesterday for the last time the end what did you do what, what did, did you, you do? do what did nothing. you do nothing nothing the cat screeched and ran off and i left that was it ah oh, this book Mm-mm. A lot of these endings, no espono. And that was a lot of words to get to that. A lot of words. You got a whole next day, you know, you're going to the bus station. Like, it's a lot of shoe leather to get to. Oh, you freed me. (laughs) Thanks. What? Wow. You're so good at this. (laughs) What? So what happens if we go back to the kitchen the first time? That was an option. Same thing? No, no. It's different this time. Okay. Um, you continue down the stairs, and you take the first step into the kitchen. You see a man peering through the window. He's large. He's a large, In heavy man. He's a large, heavy man with a square jaw, jaw and squinty eyes. 
uh, that give him a sinister appearance. He surveys the room, and his gaze rests upon you. It's Jervis, the caretaker. Although you stand motionless in the shadows, you're certain that he's seen you. In a moment, he leaves the window. He must be coming around the back door. If you try to evade him by hiding somewhere <laughs> you can in the always, house... And you can always come in my back door. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Um, if you try to evade him by hiding somewhere in the house, turn to page 48. If you decide that it would be better to go to the door and meet him, turn to page 49. Go into the door, Jesse. Go into the door. Mm. Go into the door. Uh-uh. Okay, so go into the door. 49. What's going to happen? You try to hide, but Jervis will probably find you easily enough. It seems best to meet him and admit that you're exploring the house without permission. You hurry to the back door and twist the knob back and forth. Frantically, you push and pull at the door. It will not or- open. It will not orbit, which I was going to say earlier for some reason. Will not orbit. <laughs> Much like most doors, it will not orbit. It's true. Can't well, deny it. Well, actually, no, technically most door. actually every door on Earth is technically orbiting. Yeah, but do you know how hard it is to get it in the right position so that it, it does, the orbit doesn't decay over time? Like, it's really, I just don't trust the doors to figure it out. Yeah. Jervis had locked you in. You must find another way out. Turn to page 50. Ooh. 50. What's going on on the next page? Hope we find out. 50. Yeah, that's the next page. Wait. <laughs> okay, that's weird. Yeah. Um, you walk along the passageway, and it leads to a large hall. The floor is covered in, with oriental rug, and the walls are lined with antique oil painting. A grandfather clock slowly ticks the minutes away, its long brass pendulum swinging back and forth. Suddenly, a voice comes from upstairs. So, suddenly, a voice from upstairs shadows the silence. Melissa? Melissa? <laughs> I can't scream, actually. because That I'm was like, great, actually. I, that was like, uh, <laughs> you know, you sounded like... Um, Marty McFly's daughter in Back to the oh. Future 2, which is like, Mom, is that you? <laughs> that, was, that was exactly what you sounded like. You start up the stairs, determined to find who it is. <laughs> when you reach the top, everything is silent. When you hear a cough coming from one of the bedrooms, the door is ajar. Again, how can it be ajar? <laughs> <laughs> the door <laughs> is ajar. <laughs> um, you, you look. I'm standing in front of it, looking looking for my keys. I'm looking for mayonnaise. I don't know what I'm supposed to be looking for. You look in and see a very old woman sitting in a rocking chair, knitting. Come in. Come in, yeah. she says in a cheery voice. Are you Mrs. Bigley? You ask. The woman laughs and smiles. No, no, she says. I'm her sister. Mrs. Krim. Mrs. Bigley is my cat. If you... If you leave, turn to page 99. If you ask this, if you stay and ask more questions, turn to page 100. I'm going to stay. I, I trust this elderly spinster crazy woman. Now, what you going to do? Try to get up and beat you up? You can probably, you probably take down her osteoporosis I mean, ass. I, I don't know. She's turned one lady into a cat. I mean, I got a 50-50 chance, I believe, of turning into a cat. So, I'm going to try to talk to her and See if maybe uh, that works. Yeah. But I thought Miss Bigley was a person, not a cat, you exclaim. 
Indeed, she is a person. Miss Grimm says cheerily, when she's not a cat. See, I I, th- I think of Dexter as a cat and a son, so I think <laughs> it, you know, and, and a person, you know, it depends. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm very lonely, and coronavirus has made it really bad to go <laughs> out. So, cat's your buddy. Yeah, he, he's my buddy. He he stares at me grumpily sometimes, and then he slays on my lap and then purrs. Mm. And I'm just like, you know, I love you. You're great. And other times, <laughs> he just randomly bites my toes, and I'm just really angry at him. <laughs> oh, I hate the morning being awakened by biting of toes. Oof. Yeah, he, like he does a thing now where like. He'll he'll try to intimidate me by like getting up like on my chest and meowing at me in a low tone. And I'm just like that doesn't work, dude. That doesn't work. Yeah, like you know, I'm just like cool. I'm just gonna hug you, and you're gonna be like, no, get let go of me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, little bastards. I know, love them, uh, but they're all bastards. Yeah, he's he's mean. There's a reason why I named him after the 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 Earth Sector's uh, <laughs> Red Lantern. Hate, hate kitty. Yeah, he's a hate kitty. Um, but he's also one of the best cats. Sure, that's the that's the uh, paradox of catdom. L- uh, let's just say Miss Bigley leads a double life. You see, she's a witch. Miss Grimm's replies, "A witch!" You exclaim. <laughs> she beckons you closer. I'm glad she's not a ghost. <laughs> You're young, she says, and I am old. You must understand that there are things that people don't talk about. Uh-oh. You must never learn about them except through experience so 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 you never learn about them except through experience sometimes horrible experience Mm. what do you mean she says miss grim fixes her steely gray eyes on you and waits for you to meet her gaze before continuing oh my god that would be so creepy yeah this is great i'm loving this part this is is spooky yeah (laughs) finally Bring on the spooks, man! When my sister was a little girl, she wanted to be a cat. She had a cat of her own. She named that cat Melissa, after herself. After the cat died, my sister missed her so much that she would often pretend that she was the cat. Gradually, my sister's personality changed. She began to act more like a cat, and look even more like a cat than one day. Suddenly, Miss Krim looks up, her face taunt with fear. Run! Run to the window and jump, she cries. Jump for your life. You have no time to think. You throw open the window and jump, landing on the ground with a terrible thud. Ooh. A shooting, stabbing pain flashes through your left arm. Michael and a policeman come running up. You have a broken arm, the policeman says. <laughs> <laughs> that- oh, I should have introduced myself. Hi, I'm Bob Cop. Hey, have a cop. I should be responding to this uh, call. <laughs> uh, that marks you a vic- uh, another victim of the curse of Chimney Rock. Wait, because I broke an arm? That's it? Wait, did, did the cop say that to me? Yeah, yeah, because he's cheesy and dumb. That's what he said? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah hey, uh, he- you broke your arm. You're another victim of... Maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a prank show. Maybe it's, hey, you broke your arm. You're another victim of <laughs> Chimney Rock! Yeah! Da, 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 da. And then Gak falls from the da, ceiling, da, da, da. and everyone slimes each other, and that's fun. Yep. Um, so I'm calling it there. Also, yeah. into a nice round number. You know, I feel yeah. like we got 
We got some spooky in that one. We got some. I like that one, actually. That was, a- except for the very, very ending, which was well, oddly abrupt. I mean, again, like, I mean, cops shouldn't be responding to non It was a good scene. <laughs> <laughs> I have to stand by my values, even I, in fiction. I, no, I, it's not that I disagree with the values. <laughs> it's just that I did, I'm trying not to turn this into a college show about politics. <laughs> I turn almost everything into politics if I can. <laughs> um, but, but remind me, if I got this straight, we only died once? No, no, no. The cave-in? No, I think we only died once. Yeah, we only died once. That's weird. We had a lot of endings. Huh. Okay. Well, I, I, it was touch and go, this book. I liked the endings at the beginning that we got uh, randomly right away. That was awesome. Um, and I liked, um, I kind of liked the ending one, but there were some, there were a lot of mushy ones in the middle there. It's a lot of going to the kitchen for no reason. A lot of, do you want to look in this closet? Like, not very exciting choices, really. Yeah, that's that's my main that's my main problem. Like a lot of the choices, like you can tell that they wanted to they wanted to do the spooky stuff, but like they didn't spread it out properly. Yeah, um, Plus, m- most things, most of the endings do not involve anything supernatural. Yeah, and I wanted more supernatural. And yeah. I think you chose the one that had less supernatural sides because I remember a lot more supernatural stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we kind of got down that path, but. Yeah, yeah but, on the whole, not not bad, especially for a writer's early effort. Yeah, and uh, I would I would say that this this one actually had pretty good writing. Um, yeah, it it didn't really have anything too dumb about it. I do I still really I just really like the idea. It's like I'm glad you're not a ghost. <laughs> yeah. <that> was- <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Michael and uh, we have so much fun. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I that was that was fun doing like a you know yeah, like- it was a good one. Haunted House one, and uh, I don't know what you're going to be choosing next. Oh, I do, Jesse. I do. Oh, that one gets so weird. Yeah, it's the first one. They hadn't quite figured it out. It only has 28 endings, so uh, we may be able to get through a bunch of the book. I'm I'm excited. I I remember that one very clearly. It gets really weird and wooey. Mm. Oh, man. I can't wait to do it. Nice. So... Now we do have, I mean, we do we we do talk about other things on other podcasts, and I feel like you have at least one, maybe two. I, I do have one and or two podcasts. Um, I'll talk about uh, I'll talk about Interrupted Tales. Interrupted Tales is a comedy podcast where we read old short stories, and one host reads the story, and another host interrupts with jokes and comments and all kinds of things. So it's Interrupted Tales. You can find us at anywhere you get podcasts. And you can go to our website, ohthehumanity.com, for more information. That's ohthehumanity.com. Jesse, where can people hear you around town? Well, by the time this comes out, I will be uh, in the beginning of starting season two of my podcast, Alphabet Flight, where I talk about three, or some would say thrice, time. I can't just say that wrong. Okay, Thrice weekly. Thrice weekly. Um, I talk about three uh three heroes and uh we discuss them um from the official handbook of the Marvel Universe. Um and I'm doing the 89 update, which by the way is on way worse paper that smells weird and it is, does not feel good on the fingers. 
like they cheaped out on the paper feels like like bad newsprint and i'm very upset about it but it does have swarm in it which you are going to be on Ooh, swarm love it love it yeah that's the i i actually as a young child that was the edition i had a couple issues of i'm just saying like after, yeah. after having the really nice like Grinwald run of these yeah yeah the they, art they cheap- there's some good art though no, the art is good. It's just the yeah. paper. They cheaped out on the paper. Yeah. They cheaped out on the paper. And the art is more variable because there's less of like one guy doing all the art. So some of it's good and some of it's not great. Yeah. But that being said, um, I'm glad to be on a new era of Alphabet Flight. It was really weird closing the book on the 10th volume. Yeah, that's I've been crazy. At this for, I've been at this for about four years. And 7,000 episodes. Oh, a little under 600 which 600 on, episodes i definitely talked about more than 600 characters though so oh I'm sure we got teams you got uh yeah you got teams Pro- so actually yeah. probably closer to 700 actually. you got the headsman wait was that their name the headman yeah heads headsman headsman the headsman yeah the greatest yeah. the new british group starring ruby thursday and all of your best mates but uh, but yeah, that is gonna be uh, but that's gonna be what I'm uh, doing, and um, um, I'm just gonna say this, um, you know, if there's a cat, go, pss, 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 you know, pss, 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 cat, that's it, you know, pet the street cats, they deserve love too. Bye, bye. <laughs>